It's one thing to launch programs, but how much better if agencies could prove their programs actually work? President Donald Trump signed the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act into law earlier this year. It requires agencies to appoint chief data officers and to use their data to better understand program effectiveness. Now the Office of Management and Budget is finishing its guidance to agencies for that law. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Right in the middle of the 35-day partial government shutdown, President Donald Trump in January signed the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act into law. But despite the partisan gridlock of the time, the bill, also called the Evidence Act, has strong bipartisan roots. Former House Speaker Paul Ryan and Senator Patty Murray laid the foundations for the bill. The final bill also includes Congressman Derek Kilmer's Open Government Data Act, which requires most large agencies to appoint a chief data officer before the end of July. But in order for agencies to get a better understanding of what's expected from them, the Office of Management and Budget is in the final stages of guidance for the Evidence Act. Nancy Potok is the U.S. chief statistician and part of the team at OMB working on the Evidence Act guidance. Speaking Tuesday at an Association of Government Accountants event, she gave an overview of just what the new law will mean for agencies. One of the things that the Evidence Act really emphasizes throughout is the use of really high-quality information to make decisions in agencies. So that means finding the information, making sure it's fit for the use you want to put it to, and then actually being able to use it to feed into the decision-making process, whether it's operational, whether you're making policy, whether you're trying to look at our, our programs really accomplishing what they're supposed to be. For the 25 agencies under the Chief Financial Officers Act, the Evidence Act will bring some new C-suite leadership. Here, Potok gave an overview of those roles. You'll have a senior statistical official who's looking at the rigor of the studies, an evaluation officer who can really help also design independent studies and methodologies. In addition to the CIO, there's a chief data officer who can really think about where do you get the data to answer the questions, to create the information that you need, link it together from different sources. Beyond just adding leadership to these agencies, OMB expects agencies to build a more collaborative workspace. But in order to do that, Potok said her agency is taking a hands-off approach to their guidance. It really is up to the agency head to decide where to put these folks. And so what we're saying in the guidance is the qualifications of the people, what we expect them to be able to do, the functions we want them to carry out, and what we expect the end results to look like, and how we're going to fold that into our decision-making processes at OMB that hold agencies accountable. Rather than this person reports to this one, we're not drawing your org chart for you, in other words. We're just telling you what we want the outcomes to be and the types of people we expect in these jobs and what their jobs actually are. The Evidence Act piggybacks on the president's management agenda goal of using agency data as a strategic asset. Potok said OMB is willing to give agencies funding up front to get their data in better shape, but she said OMB expects agencies to rely on that performance data to justify future budget requests. And we know you need the resources. But on the other side, you know, we want to actually understand and see that you are using the data to improve your programs and to get more efficient in your operations and to really understand the dynamics of 
what you're doing, the money that you're putting out, the effort that you're putting out as an agency, how is it really benefiting society as a whole? Are the programs working? And if we don't see those kinds of results, that is going to be reflected certainly in your budget passbacks overall for the programs. But it's not just the president's management agenda. The Trump administration also expects to soon roll out a federal data strategy. Trey Bradley is the program manager for strategic data initiatives at GSA's Office of Government-Wide Policy. Speaking on a panel at AGA, he said that the upcoming federal data strategy and the Evidence Act come from the same source, the Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking. But for all the innovation the Evidence Act looks to bring into government, there's a couple of workforce hurdles that agencies will have to navigate. Michael Conlin is the chief data officer at the Defense Department. He said it's difficult to recruit data scientists to work in government, but there's also not a one-to-one match of their skills to government job series. Here's my challenge. Data scientists just has to be a computer scientist. They have to be able to write Python or R. They have to be able to handle the infrastructure. They have to do some of the data wrangling. They have to also know the math and the statistics intimately. And then they have to have domain subject matter expertise. And now you know why they're so rare. But I've got to shoehorn them into a, an IT position description. And they send me from recruiting resumes of people who got a bachelor's degree in computer science 35 years ago. Of no value whatsoever to what I'm trying to do. Nick Hart is the chief executive officer of the Data Coalition and a former OMB official. He said the Evidence Act could play a significant role in knocking down some data silos in government. Data collected by one agency of government can often be useful for other agencies. And historically, we haven't operated that way as a government. Data you collect as an agency are the data that you use. But in reality, if we're interested in reducing the burden on the American public for data collections or just having good information to make decisions, we have to acknowledge that sometimes data collected by one agency can be useful for another. And that is the problem that we are ultimately going to have to solve for in the 21st century. Part of the job for chief data officers will be to oversee an inventory of data at their agencies and how to best share that data out to the public. Agencies must exempt sensitive and confidential information, but DOD's Conlin explains how difficult it is to balance access with security. How much data can I rake into a pile and run analytics over in a public cloud for the price of a large latte? And the answer to that is every damn thing my department has ever put in the public domain for the price of a large latte. And I can run very sophisticated algorithms over that. Now, the minute I do that, I've created classified information. So I wouldn't do that in a public cloud. But that doesn't mean our adversaries can't do that. And so there's real tension between this desire to show that we're getting the taxpayer good value for their money and the desire not to expose ourselves inadvertently to our adversaries. Striking that balance will be a heavier lift at some agencies compared to others, but Hart said statistical agencies like the Census Bureau have done it for a very long time. The Bureau, for example, has federal statistical research data centers where academics can get permission to access confidential records. But in turn, Hart said that those researchers can fill in some of the gaps in the census data. There will be people that don't respond to the census. There will be people that don't respond to every single question. And we we want everybody to respond. So if you're hearing me say that, please respond. Uh, But we know there are going to be data gaps. And we're going to impute. We're going to make some guesses uh, based on filling in those gaps. Well, the more we make that information available for researchers, we also improve our ability to fill in those gaps. It's a way of improving data quality over time. So I I, I don't want us to, to divorce the concepts of how data quality Uh, data accessibility and data use are so intricately connected, and we need them to be in order for this operation to actually work. 
Jory Heckman, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.